I'm Andrea. And I'm Brandy. And we're Sarcastic in Suburbia. Discussing life's everyday annoyances with laughter and sarcasm. Welcome back. We're back. Yay. We are back. And not that I was counting before, but this marks day 47 of quarantine. And I only know that because my 10-year-old asked me how many days it had been because she said it felt like a year. Oh, well. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, no, not a year. Day 47, but that's okay. We're, We're hanging in there. We're doing it. Yes. Um, yeah, the weather's really nice. It's been beautiful. It really has. I wish I've felt better. Lately, I've just been not feeling my, like myself. I went to the doctor. I have some ear sinus issue that's causing my equilibrium to be off. So I yeah. feel like I'm constantly walking around on a cruise ship. Like I mean, I'm even like my depth perception is different. So now I even walk in, like I'm like walking into my bed. I'm walking into the table because I just don't have the right depth perception. Yeah, uh, ear things that make you dizzy are literally the worst. It is. It, because you can't think of anything else except for how terrible you feel. Yep. Those are my kids screaming in the background. <laughs> it happens. I'm sure one of them is being unfair to the other one. Yeah, I don't think my no no whining, no screaming, no tattling sign is working. Did you really think that <laughs> that sign was going to just fend them off forever? I don't think so. Well, if I'm down there around them and they start doing one of those three things, I just silently point to the sign. I love it. I love it. They should be able to figure it out. It, that's what my parents used to tell me all the time, me and my sisters. Figure it out. Figure it out. And if you don't figure it out, when I come back here the next time, you'll both be grounded. So we just... Yep. We agreed to disagree and we moved on with our lives. So it happens. You know, we've discussed the hot dogs situation as a sandwich. We've discussed apples, like how to eat an apple. And all of those things have gone into different discussions and categories and everything. Well, I made some just cards with some of more silly life discussion questions that are debatable and a couple of would you rathers. And put them in a pile. And I thought that would be fun to open it up with one of these cards. So let me mix All right, them up. I like it. Mix it up, mix it up. You wanna pick one? <laughs> Just kidding. Yes, the third the third one from the right. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's hear. Here we go. Okay, this is a kind of a food one. It's a would you rather. Would you rather only be able to use a fork or a spoon? Only ever be able to use a fork or a spoon? I'm going to say I would only rather use a fork if I had to choose because I feel like most of the things I eat with a spoon, I could still eat properly with a fork. Like cereal, it wouldn't fall through. The, the fork lines like that would be okay um pasta obviously you need a fork for that rice fork would be fine like I'm thinking of the ice cream you can eat ice cream with a fork I, I'm gonna go fork okay that makes it that's a good point I was gonna say spoon just because I feel like you could eat most things with a spoon also because like okay let's say like chicken I'd still have to use a knife and so I could use a spoon to kind of poke it and cut it. And then if you eat soup, you can't eat soup with a fork. Yeah, but I don't eat soup. So I no. guess that's my thought process on what I eat. Because, like, I think of eating pasta. How are you going to eat pasta with a spoon? I don't know. That's probably, yeah, I probably should say fork. Because technically, like, it's not like I'm eating super brothy soup i mean i could just right yeah there's usually like chili i could eat with a fork yeah i'm gonna go fork yeah i was just thinking about the things that i eat my gosh and normally i eat cereal i haven't been eating cereal actually 
we've been buying half gallon of milk every time we go to the store, which is every, I don't know, 10 days or so. And we've had to throw out our milk every single time in quarantine. Like we're just not drinking milk right now. It's very strange. Okay, well, here's a question that I came up with that goes along with cereal and milk. Is cereal a soup? I feel very passionately about this because for me, cereal is a whole food group because I love cereal and I don't love the kind that's at all good for you. Not that there's very many that are even categorized as halfway decent, but I love the good stuff. Like I love some Fruity Pebbles, Fruit Loops, Frosted Flakes, Smacks. Like I love the stuff you're supposed to love when you're 10 years old and I'm way older than that and I still love it. For me, cereal is its own, like it's its own entity. I do not categorize it at all as a soup. I think you can make an argument that it is, but I always think of soup as being something that is hot. Hot cereal or even room temperature cereal is a no. So I don't think of it as soup. Gazpacho is cold. That's a soup. Oh, okay. Well, again, not a soup person, so I don't eat soup. I can see how people would say it's a soup, but yeah, it's, I feel like soup has to be salty. Like there's no such, I mean, is there such thing as like a sweet soup? I don't think there is. No, that's probably why I don't like soup. (laughs) And and there's an also another argument that it's a salad, that cereal is a salad. And I'm like, I don't, I, they were like, well, the cereal is a crouton. And I'm like. Yeah, but the milk is not lettuce. Like, I don't understand how that would be. There's no liquidy salad. I don't. I totally disagree with it being a salad. However, as someone who also does not eat salad, I wouldn't mind telling people that all of a sudden I do. Yeah. I like just would you salad have... for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Yes. Hey, you know what? What have you been doing? Like, what's your what's your um you know your eating routine or or what are you going? You know what? I've just been eating a lot of salad. I just realized how important it was, how nutritious, and I really it just I wanted to make a change. I don't know why the weight's not falling off. <laughs> just soup, just the uh, soup and salad for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and all my snacks. Absolutely. I just, I feel like now's the time to really take hold of my fitness. And um, I'm just starting with a, with a salad. Let me show you guys how it's done. I can do a YouTube episode of how I create the most wonderful and beautifully colorful, aka Lucky Charms, salad you've ever seen. Yeah, it would kind of fall off the boat when people are like, well, what do you put on your salad? That's true. Little fruity pebbles. Some, uh... <laughs> I can't think some of any kicks, more cereal. I'm like some kicks, some rice krispie um, treats. I mean, Captain Brandy. Crunch, Crunch Berries. Oh yeah. Oh gosh, cereal is so. G- I love cereal. I really, really do. George is not a cereal person. The kids used to be, not so much anymore. Um, the only thing I really don't like in my cereal is two things that I normally like anywhere else: chocolate and peanut butter. Those do not belong in oh. cereal in my book, although I love chocolate and I love peanut butter. Um, I think Captain Crunch Peanut Butter Crunch is like one of the best cereals ever made. Um, I don't buy it and I don't eat it because I don't buy, I, like I buy cereal that it just once in a while that the kids will eat because if I get started eating cereal, I won't stop. So I just don't even start. I also, I've never had... Um, like cocoa crispies or cocoa, you know, like um, like fruity pebbles, but the chocolate version. And I did recently, like a couple months ago. They're so good. You have to eat them really fast. Yeah, and I think that's my main issue is that I haven't tried them because I don't know. There's something about having chocolate in oh, milk good. that just doesn't seem good. I mean, I think my main thing is very fruity flavors, obviously artificially flavored. Or, um, gosh, honestly, straight sugar. Because I love Rice Krispies, but I love them with sugar poured on the top of them. Same thing with Kix. I love Kix with some sugar on the top of it. So I think my thing is just either super fruity or 
something I can add a pound of sugar to to make it taste good. So that's why I really don't eat cereal anymore. And again, we used to go through at least a gallon of milk a week. We are buying half gallons and tossing out half of it. So do you not like chocolate milk then? I like chocolate milk. I don't drink it. Most of the chocolate milk that is good, the kind that I really like, is whole milk. And I don't drink whole milk. Um, when we go to like the donut shop and stuff, my husband will buy the kids that milk, that Belfonte milk. It is so good. Every time I drink it, I can't stop. Like I end up drinking too much and then of course eating a donut and my stomach will hurt for the entire day. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, I have to tell myself, this is not worth it. This is not worth it because I mean rumbles. It'll be 11 o'clock at night and I still can't sleep because my stomach hurts. Um, Chocolate cereal is like drinking chocolate milk, but just has cereal in it. Okay, it's then good. I probably would like it. I yeah. probably would like it. But you know what? I'm just going to refrain because... I know. You don't, gonna, I need don't to want to get started. That. We do not want to get started. So speaking of food, I found two... So I'm not a big like watch things on YouTube kind of person, mainly because my kids are and I find it kind of obnoxious. But I found... Well, my husband found one and then someone, a podcast I was listening to mentioned another and I'm kind of obsessed with these videos the first one is my husband uh I think it's on Instagram um follows bar I can't even say it bar stool sports and um they have all kinds of random stupid videos but one of the main guy has these um pizza reviews and before quarantine he was going to pizza restaurants like wherever he was traveling to and would try him. And the whole thing is like one slice and he says one bite, but he usually takes a couple of bites and then he rates them. And I guess it's like a really big popular thing. Well, since quarantine, he started reviewing frozen pizza. And so he would get a frozen pizza or someone would be like, you need to try this frozen pizza. So he would get it, cook it according to the box instructions and then cut one slice. Usually it was like a fourth of the pizza. And one bite. And then rate it. Um, he cut his hand in one of the episodes. Because somebody sent him like a big pizza blade. Like we have one that like to cut the pizza. And he cut his hand. Um, he usually every single time burns the roof of his mouth. <laughs> And he rates these pizzas. It's very interesting. People or companies have started shipping him cases of their pizza. Like his doorman will call him and be so mad. Be like, you need to come get all of these pizzas. Like you need to come get all these boxes. That's a really good idea. Okay, so but I think my first question is when he's taking the one bite is he taking the first bite, which is the end of the pizza? Because I would argue that's the worst bite of the pizza. Oh, the tip? The corner? Yes. He, I just feel like it gets it gets cold the fastest. Like I would want I would want the bite after that. Like even sometimes when I eat pizza, I will rip that piece off and then eat the rest of it. He does like the like the inside and then he also does a crust bite. Okay. Because okay, I feel fair. like you kind of have to have both. The only, This is the only thing is I kind of don't trust him because he rated Bagel Bites like a 6.8. Out of 10? Yeah. And Bagel Bites are nasty. Gosh, I used to eat those when I was ugh. in high school. I haven't had one since. No. Ugh. We've had some recently and no, it's bad. It's They're really bad. Okay, so like, did he do like brands that we have in our store, like Red yeah. Baron and Jacks and all of yeah, those? He hated Jacks. Jacks is horrible. Jacks pizza well, is horrible. He he said he wasn't going to be biased, but Jacks would not send him any pizzas to review, and so he just went and got got a hold of one. And I do have to say, like, he followed the instructions for cooking, and he held up the pizza, and it was like, like it was all floppy. 
Yeah, um, gross. Yeah, David likes Jack's. I'm not a big fan. I still think, that's not like I eat a ton of frozen pizza, but my favorite still is Tostino's party pizzas. Tostino's are so good. It's because the bottom, how mm-hmm. like wavy and flaky mm-hmm. that crust is on the bottom. It's so good. And you, some pizzas require a stone. Those pizzas are perfect directly on the rack. Yep. Bake them probably a minute less than they tell you so it doesn't burn. But good gravy, like mm-hmm. I like the way that they crunch. Yes. Yeah. They are so Good. I I agree. And I also feel like a thin crusted Red Baron pizza straight on the rack. I mean, depending on the day, like sometimes I crave that. It's so good. I don't know that I've ever had a Red Baron pizza. Oh my gosh. I grew up on Red Baron pizzas. There's really only like three brands of frozen pizzas that I've ever had. I've had Jack's. I've had, um, maybe I've had DiGiorno. He didn't rate DiGiorno very high either. Um, the Tostinos. And it's like a newer brand. It has like a mustache. I don't remember what oh, it's called. Oh, I can't remember. I had, this is, if you like pan crust, which I'm a, I love pan crust too. Um, a fret, what is it called? Freshetta. Uh-huh. It's the green box. Oh gosh, yes. It's like super duper cheesy. Like super cheesy. I I have not had one of those in years, but it's so good. And the crust is just like thick. I love it. So good. Yeah, he had, I guess there's some restaurants, like uh, I think they're from like the East Coast, but they will, they freeze their pizzas and then you can buy them online. Like they'll ship you. And he had like a certain company that had like all of them. And so David was like, you should look into that. See if they can get some of these pizzas because he was rating them really high. Mm-hmm. Um, 8.8 8 for like a frozen pizza. I'm like, well, yeah, that would be fantastic. So then I go on the site and look and it's like three pizzas for $95. Like, is there gold in these pizzas? Like what? No. Why? And especially not for you, Brandy. You have, you make the best homemade pizza like legit my family's like so are we gonna go to David and Brandy's for pizza night like you don't just invite yourself (laughs) over for someone to cook for you like that's so rude you can't do that you have like a great recipe you've sent it to me I have yet to tackle it but oh my gosh your homemade pizzas are so good I would like slap you if you paid $95 for frozen pizza well, thank you. Thank you very much. But I agree. Like, we even have a hard time just ordering out pizza because it's, I don't want to say it's always disappointing, but it's kind of always disappointing. Yeah. Especially you can let it cool and eat it directly when it leaves. Like, it's not getting in yeah. the car. It's not going in a box. Like, it's truly so fresh. And the last time we were over there for pizza, it was so funny. Your oldest was like, this is the best pizza ever. And I was like, no, it really, really is. It's so good. And this should, this is how good it is. My 10-year-old doesn't like pizza. Anytime we crave it, she's like, I don't want that. I don't want that. She wants the pasta version of something because she can't stand pizza. She loves that pizza. Well, that is a good review. I actually, you know, it's, it's, I have a new quarantine project for my husband. He should make an outdoor pizza stone cooker thing. Yes. That would be I so vote. good. That's a, I yes. feel like that's the only way that it could get better. I agree. And guess like it's so funny you pizza. say that. I have noticed because I have been walking a lot, more people have those than I would expect. Yeah. I see them in their backyards. I want one of those. I mean, I'd have to make the pizza, but I would do it. <laughs> My husband's going to be listening. I'm like, yeah, right. She wouldn't do that. She'd make me go out there and do it. But yeah, more people have those. I agree. I think you guys should invest in um, a pizza oven that stays outside. Yeah, I think both of our husbands have watched like how to make a pizza oven videos, like in the like the fast mode where they, they put it up really fast. And they've both been like, yeah, we can do that. And I'm like, no, uh-uh. There's got to be like a... I don't know, like when you, like a kit, like that you could buy that's like a smaller version. I don't know. I'll have to look into it. 
Yeah. Those are, I like the the icebreaker questions and, and also the feel good stuff. I don't, this is another feel good thing. I don't know if you saw, maybe we talked about it on another episode. Forgive me, my mind is in so many different places. Did we talk about John Krasinski starting um, his Some Good News channel on YouTube? I think we did, but off of the podcast possibly. Okay. Well, he did. It was episode five, I believe, that just aired. It's once a week. It's just exactly how it sounds. It's just feel good stuff. There's so much negativity. There's so much sadness and heartbreak and disappointment and loss and all of that. And I get that. And it's all very real. Not trying to, you know, diminish it. But there's also awesome things happening too. And this latest episode that he um, put up, they're usually about 20 minutes on YouTube. This latest one, there were two different Kansas City stories that were listed. And I was like, oh my gosh, like yay for our city. One was um, a local high school, not very far down the road. Um, Their assistant principal was supposed to run the Boston Marathon. But of course that got canceled because of COVID-19. So um, he did his own marathon and they like set up... um, They set up like a finish line for him to run through and like there were people on the sides of the street like clapping and cheering for him to finish and it was just really cute. Um, And then there was, it was really cool, there was this um, group of Chiefs fans so they were all out there in their gear. My guess is it was probably for the NFL draft and they had their tents up and like they were barbecuing but all in their own yards like they had their own tents so they were social distancing but they had like aerial shots of them like they were tailgating like it's April and they're tailgating in their front yard like totally social distancing all of that stuff and he's like yeah nothing can stop Kansas City Chiefs fans from tailgating and I was like this is so cool like it's awesome anyways but then to see your own city uh, be featured on there it's just very cool. So if you haven't looked into that, and I know you're a John Krasinski fan, if you have not looked into those episodes, do it. There is so much, like, goodness. I cry every single time because something gets me. I think we watched the very first one with um, Steve Carell. Yes. Oh, that was such a good surprise. Yeah, so we'll have to go back and watch the rest of those. Another thing that I've been watching is... um, it's on YouTube. It's YouTube. And I guess there's like a whole series of videos, but it's, or maybe it's a, I don't know. It's called Bon Appetit. And it's like heard of it. all the, I don't know if it's an actual cooking show, but it's like test, like a giant touch kitchen. And there's different um, chefs that do like different types of videos on like specific bread making and whatever. But there's um, one of the podcasts I listened to, she was like, her favorite is Brad from the Test Kitchen. And he has like a series called It's Alive, but it's all about like fermented things like making pickled. Kombucha. Yeah. Like he made ginger beer and he made like pickled onions and different things. Anyway, he is hilarious. He's easy on the eyes. Um, and he's from Jersey, so he has, like, a Jersey accent. And they, they like, um, the way they edit it, sometimes some of the things he says just kind of sound like gibberish. And they'll, like, put a subtitle, and it's just like, Edibihe. like, it's just him, like, <laughs> chitter-chattering. But it doesn't, he doesn't, he's not saying, I guess he's saying something, but nobody can tell what he's saying. It is so good. And now he's doing at-home videos, too, which are really funny. Okay, so it's called Bon Appetit. Well, that's the whole, that's like the channel, I think. It, this one is called It's Alive with Brad, maybe Leone or something like that. Okay. All right. I'll look at it. I'll look into it's it. Real, it. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, I'm never going to make ginger beer, but he's so entertaining that it doesn't matter. But I feel like that's what people are wanting. I think everyone's getting sick of like just binge watching stuff and they're like I need to be entertained in a different way. Like I need something different. So, um I'd be more than happy to to give it a whirl. I'm with you. I do not spend any time on YouTube. Like 0 hours out of my week. Mm-hmm. So, whenever anybody's like, "Oh, it's on YouTube." I'm like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. 
But then I get on YouTube and I'm like, there's so much good. Yes, there's a lot of junk. Don't get me wrong. But there's so much good stuff on there too. If it wasn't for YouTube, I wouldn't know about some good news with John Krasinski. So I know there's good stuff on there. I think the I think the thing with YouTube is when when we were younger, it was just like people in their basement putting up weird videos about stuff. Yeah, I agree. Or watching agree. our kids watch somebody play a video game. Like it's just stupid things like that that I think we kind of get stuck that that's what it is. But there's a lot of really good content. I just don't really go there for much. But I'm trying. Breaking out. Yes. Another thing that I saw going around is um, people going and taking out their trash, being dressed up. Have you seen this? Yeah. It's so this funny. This made me laugh so hard because at first it was like costumes it was like people you know dressing up in their Halloween costume to take out their garbage bin and then it was like people wearing their wedding dress or like getting ready for like a date night and doing these videos where you're like oh my gosh where could they possibly be going they're doing their hair and their makeup and they have a really pretty outfit and then it cuts to them dragging out their trash can to the edge of their driveway and then coming back inside and being like okay well that was a good day and it's just so funny because people have nowhere to go so they're just making the best out of the situation getting dressed up being funny and then they're hashtagging it bin isolation outing so bin like a trash bin b-i-n so bin isolation outing if you look that up on instagram you will see so many people who have done this and it is hilarious that is really funny that would be fun to do like a like a costume parade it would be oh my gosh you could honestly again social distancing you could have a whole um first place second place third place for people to be creative every single week I mean you get your trash picked up the same day every single week that would be hilarious for the evening before when everybody's taking out their bins like everyone who wants to participate at 7 p.m. on Wednesday, bring out your bins in your best costume and we'll do a vote. Like, that would be hilarious. Or if you lived in a neighborhood, you could do like, okay, this street, you guys are going to dress up on Thursday and everyone else is going to, like, come out in your driveway at this specific time in your costume and then the rest of the streets could just drive by and do like a car parade but see everybody's costumes. That is such a good idea. That would be hilarious. Okay, first of all, one, entertaining. Two, you get out of the house. And three, even the kids would love that. Yeah. You'd have to make it. I mean, the adults need to be good sports and wear costumes. I know that's hard for some people. Over here, we have like three bins of Halloween costumes. Not even kidding you. Because we love to dress up. Um... But yeah, that would be so fun. It would be. Brandy, you could, you should do it. You should start it. I will film it. I will send it in to Some Good News with John Krasinski. And there is a chance he would call you at home and talk to you about it. Because he does that. So one of the girls, like it was like a a nine-year-old girl. She was so excited to go see Hamilton. It was her birthday present and she was so excited. But of course this happened. She, it's being postponed, whatever. He called her up and I was like, that's amazing that he even called her. Like she probably doesn't appreciate John Krasinski calling her, but like I would appreciate that. Uh, Yeah. And then he's like, I think we can do something about this. And one by one, the cast from Hamilton popped up on the Zoom with this little girl and sang a song live to her over the Zoom call. I had chills all over my body because she was so shocked and so happy. Like whenever, yes, she was going to go get to go see Hamilton. She wasn't going to get to speak to them one-on-one, like get her own performance. It was so cool. So if you do this costume parade maybe John Krasinski will call you well my husband has a bunch of stuff to do um like a like a dance party like an outdoor dance party like he has the speakers and the yeah we talked about that yeah yes so I'm sure he can combine that with a cost like costumes and stuff and he would be such a good MC like I can see him out there with like you know like a megaphone 
house number one. And then he like hits a song and they have to dance to it in their costume. Like it could be so fun. Although I would um, have to be picking the songs because he does not have the greatest taste in music. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. Were you outside last night by any chance? I was outside for like a hot minute, but apparently I missed like (laughs) a big thing last night. Like a big thing. Before I knew it, social media was plastered with people talking about what had happened in the sky. And I was like, how did I, how did I miss it? Uh, Well, we were outside. um, My husband's redoing our fence. So we have a lot of wood scraps. And so he had um, our fire pit going and we're outside and it was so nice And we're just sitting there. We had just put the kids to bed. And I look up and there's a string of lights flying through the sky in a complete straight line. And there's like a ton of them. And they're just zooming in the sky. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? And um, yeah, my we were just like freaking out. Had no idea what, what it was. I mean, we thought like... We just like, okay, wait, wait. I your initial thought, no lie, no sugarcoating. When you saw it, your first thought when you saw that happen was what? It was what? Aliens, <laughs> like an alien invasion. I'm not laughing at you. I promise, because my husband thought the exact same thing like he really thought and I'm not saying that he didn't that it wasn't I don't know they're saying it's satellites my husband's like they wouldn't tell us if it was aliens of course they would say it's satellites but he's so he felt so strongly about it like right away felt very strongly that it was aliens and so that's why I asked you I was like I feel like you guys Watch the same things. You're interested in the same. You guys are a lot alike, honestly. You you really are. And so I was like, I have to know. That was my first question. I wonder what Brandy thought it was. Well, my very, very first thing was aliens. And then I was like, maybe it's like attack, attack like bombs or something. I don't know. I don't know why they would fly like that. And then I was like, maybe it's drones. But I don't know. It was very creepy and weird to see something. A, that... In that kind of formation, very straight line, linear, creepy. And then two, they were going so fast and there were so many of them. Our neighbor was on his back porch and we were like yelling at him, like, get out here. Look at this. Look at this. And he was like, whoa, like we were just, we were trying, I did like an Instagram live and you just, you can't see anything. My phone didn't pick it up. So it's just me. (laughs) It's just me in the background going, what is this? Go outside. <laughs> like an idiot. What is this? I don't, my phone's not even picking it up. What? Hey, go outside, go outside what? right now. Oh, I wish my phone was picking this up. There is, go outside right now. There is a... What is this? Go, go, go outside right now. No, I feel like that's exactly how the movies do it. You know, like it's like such shock and just like, get out here. You got to see it to believe it. I felt like that with the, um, what was it called? Solar eclipse. Is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. When it, when that sun was completely blocked or whatever, like. It's very creepy. It is. But in that moment, you're like pinching yourself like mm-hmm. am I seeing this or am I crazy like yeah th- you it just seems like one or the other okay so I get home because I was I was out I was dropping something off and I come home and the first thing George says is did you see that did you see what happened in the sky I said no I didn't but I saw people talking about it and I saw like pictures of like these dots all in a row He's like, it was so crazy. Tells me that it's aliens. Okay, fine. It's like, I'm not going to, I have no proof that it's not. And then <laughs> I was ordering something from Amazon, which is like my daily thing. That's a whole nother issue, Brandy, that we need to talk about because my spending habits are out of control. Like, oh, well, we will get to it. 
out of control. I need, if there's a 1-800 number, I'm not kidding. I need to call it. So anyways, I went to Amazon because that's what I do. Maybe that makes me feel better. I don't know. But anyways, I'm going there and I was checking on an order and I noticed an order had been placed. So I click on it. In the midst of my husband believing that he saw alien spaceships of some sort, he got on Amazon right away, right away, and purchased a telescope. (laughs) I knew, I knew why, but I pretended like, oh, maybe he's just interested in astrology. So I say- Astronomy. Dang it. (laughs) Gosh, dang it. That's embarrassing. (laughs) yes thank you astronomy thank you and yes I am interested in astrology I am a Taurus you should know this by the way that I act but anyways um so I asked him I was like hey did you buy a telescope this is the best response ever instead of telling me I believe I saw aliens last night and I would like to kind of look in the sky and see this is what he feeds me you ready Uh uh-huh yeah, I thought it would be nice if like the two of us went out in the lawn and looked at the stars. <laughs> well, you should go with that. What were you drinking? What were you drinking that, that all of a sudden this love popped up in your heart that you would like to sit out in the lawn and look at the stars with me? We've been together for almost 20 years. We have never in our lives looked at the stars. So what? what is this about? And he like started laughing. I was like, you thought that those were aliens and you want to check it out. He's like, oh, okay, that's what it was. But I do want to look at the stars. <laughs> oh my God, you you need to hold crazy. him to that, though. You need oh. to hold, be like, the next time it's nice and it's a clear night, you'd be like, are you, are you ready for our, our star date? <laughs> and then I can just come up with a bunch of corny jokes and be like, oh my gosh, this is out of this world. <laughs> You got to get like a blanket and some snacks and bring out the telescope and be like, "Where well, I'm ready. I'm doing it. I'm 100% doing it. But it just made me laugh because I knew he didn't want to talk about it because he knows that him and I are very different on the things that on conspiracies, on aliens, on ghosts, we're very different. And so instead of getting into it, he's like, yeah, I mean, I just want to look at the stars with you. Okay. Like, <laughs> cute, but that's not the truth. Well, supposedly they are called Starlink satellites and Elon Musk put them up there so that the whole world um, could get internet. And I had a couple of questions. One, who told him he could do that? Just because he has a bunch of money, he can put things up in the sky? That doesn't even make any sense. Well, that so, doesn't. That explanation doesn't make sense to me. The whole thing seems fishy, and I don't like it. I think we should be able to choose what gets put in the sky, and especially because, like, how about the people in other countries? They're not getting to choose either. Like, they have to see that, and I don't want to keep seeing those creepy lights go flying by every night. Because that's and why li- are they traveling that fast? Because they're. Um, they're low they're low enough that that's how I mean, they're going super fast and supposedly there i mean there was like a big blow up about it but supposedly he says that he, there's going to be they're going to like do something so that they're not as visible and i'm like no it's the fact that you're putting something up in the sky a we don't really know what they are b they're there forever what if one of those things falls like breaks and falls out of the sky like, it's obviously low enough for us to see. I mean, I'm sure it's, like, above the atmosphere, but I don't know. And if it is to make make it so everyone in the world can have internet, which I seem, feel seems very fishy, I'm sorry. I don't want 5G internet everywhere, all over my head. No, that's what I was getting ready to say. There were all of these articles, and I read them, and it was talking about how 5G is not only can it be harmful as we know, I mean, I think we all know, we're very much aware that our cell phones are Mm -hmm. radiating things inside of us that shouldn't. I mean, I think we can all come to the general consensus that that's happening. We know that. 
The 5G, what really gets me about these articles is that there is nothing good that can come from it. That's what I, that's the part I don't understand. We went from 3G, when we got 3G, that was like a big deal. And then 4G, it's supposed to be better. I have to tell you, I turn off those extra features on my cell phone because they don't work the way that they're supposed to. My phone will constantly um, be searching for some place to connect. I'll lose calls. I won't be able to uh, get on my safari and like look things up. I don't know what's going on with it, but I feel like it's not even reliable anyways. And every single article I've read about 5G, there's no point in it. There is nothing good that can come up from it. I feel like at this point, it's just like we're trying to outdo ourselves with technology. Look, we can go to 5G. Well, what's, are we going to get to 10? Are we going to get to 100? I, I guess I don't understand. Yeah. And it's kind of like there, I don't know. I There's not tests being done on it, about it. And if it is, it's all negative, but they're not I don't know. The whole thing is I don't like it and I don't understand why we don't get to choose. Like why is a couple of people with a billion dollars getting to choose what is going on? I don't I don't understand why we don't get to have a say in this. Like I feel like you should be able to if you want to get away from radiation and EMFs and all that stuff, like you can get rid of that stuff and go outside and be okay. And now you're not going to be able to because it's in the sky. We're going to have to live in caves now. Yeah, it's the whole, that whole thing is weird. That's so weird. There were a couple of people who, who got pictures of it, but no one really got a video. I'm sure if I look online, I could find one. Um, but gosh, that's so weird. And the fact that they were all in a line, that's just it's creepy. Weird. And then there were a couple of, um, after the big, big long line of them, there was a couple of stragglers like rogue ones that were going in different directions. And then there was another group of like five or six that were going in another direction. So it's like, that is so weird. I just don't like it. And I don't like how we weren't, we don't have a say about it. We weren't told about it. I don't know. I just, the whole thing I don't like. Yeah. Gosh, that is so weird. I'm going to have to read more about that, but I, I did see right away, especially when things like this happen, the place to go, in my opinion, is Twitter. Because people go, I mean, their their fingers are probably burning from typing whatever tweets about what's happening. Like, I just feel like people are very quick with information on Twitter. And by the time I came home and I looked it up, I mean, there were just people like, did anybody else see that? Like, was it just me? I felt like it was more like making, sh- like confirming I wasn't dreaming what I just saw, but it happened so quickly that I felt like I couldn't even tell anybody to come outside because it was gone. Yeah, I need I need to get back on Twitter for just for reasons like that. But no, and, and I feel like you're not into that conspiracy like weirdo stuff. But if you're concerned, <laughs> if you're concerned about it, I feel like shouldn't we all be concerned about it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely thought, God, this is weird. And, oh. and this is what I told my husband. I'm not the end all be all. I'm not, I have no proof of anything. I don't know if things exist and they don't exist. It's just, uh, he's like, because I felt like it kind of, the reason why he didn't want to tell me about the telescope, about the aliens is because I felt like it was going to be a bigger conversation. And it's one we don't agree on, which is fine. You don't have to think like anybody else. But he very much, um, What? how do I put it? It's not that he makes me feel bad, but he's like, it concerns him that I'm so like easily in his eyes, easily manipulated to believe things. And I don't see it that way. This is how I see it for me. I'm not saying aliens don't exist. I'm not saying those weren't aliens. I have no idea. What I'm saying is I, for my personality, for me to know those are aliens or not, it it doesn't, I can't do anything about it either way. And so I would rather not worry about it. That's not me pretending like it doesn't happen, but that's me saying I have no control. So I already have enough anxiety and enough things to worry about. The last thing I need to worry about is an alien abduction. Like I just don't need to worry about it. And for him, he's like, but don't you want to know the truth? Well, sh- certainly. But like, I'm also not going to freak myself out in the meantime. It's the reason why I don't watch or listen to true crime. Like, Brandy, I'm already scared. I already walk through a parking garage in the middle of the day and think, oh my gosh, like, is somebody going to, you know, take me for ransom? Like, I don't know. 
Yeah. I'm just the, I'm kind of the opposite and I don't listen to anything that's not conspiracy theories and true crime and paranormal. <laughs> I think, I think there's a true crime incident going in my living room right now. Um, but like, sorry, any of this, no, like, it's fine. Coronavirus information, information about other diseases, like people house burning down like anything that's like rooted in actual fact I don't want to know about because that is scary to me I mean true crime is true crime I mean obviously it's true no I get what you're saying I get what you're saying like but it's there's such a small percentage of that ever happening to me that I'd much rather I just kind of bury myself in unrealistic things so that the realistic things I don't listen to and that makes sense. When you put it that way, that really does make sense. I was actually talking to my husband yesterday. So not even just the the alien stuff, but we were talking about um, sugar because he was saying yeah. how how the ketchup, he doesn't like ketchup. That it's, he thought he did or he did for a long time, but now he's like, I don't know what it is, but I don't really like it. And I said, like, I can tell you what it is. You haven't been eating sugar. So now that you eat that, it's way too sweet for you. Yeah. I said, but George, this is, and I guess this is where my point in in the whole alien thing. We have such big problems and I get it. Like people don't want to deal with those things, whatever. Why? Why? I made it, I had him look on the ketchup bottle. Why do we allow, why is anyone, any company, any brand allowed to put that much sugar in food that we ingest and then not only are we overweight, not only are we diabetic, not only do we need all of these medications, this that we have a food and drug administration. You're telling me that putting in 11 grams of sugar per, you know, two squeezes of ketchup is a good idea? I, I don't understand. Like, I think for me, I have a hard time with these things. And I'm like, I can't even concentrate on aliens because I'm wondering how come we're allowing humans to eat this stuff well this doesn't make any sense and i think a lot of people are like well it's personal responsibility but if you're just trying to like work and take care of your kids and like you trust unfortunately you really shouldn't trust these companies that they're doing the right thing and they're not it's scary and it's overwhelming too to try to like like i've been trying to do keto that it is it is like consuming it takes a lot to try to like work out what you're going to eat. Look at all the labels. Like, oh, I would like barbecue sauce. Nope, can't have barbecue sauce because there's 19 grams of carbohydrates in it. Yeah, and they don't, it's not like, yes, they tell you because you can look at the label. But they don't tell you that. And you don't know what 19 grams is. Like, what's a normal amount mm-hmm. compared to what's in this? Like, what's going to happen to me? Like, say I ate barbecue sauce once a week. Like, what does that look like over time? I'm sure you've seen the sugar in soda. Because soda has, it's one of the things that's talked about the most. And I understand. It has a lot of sugar in it. But you see people actually put together information like, hey, you have one can of Coke a day. This is the sugar level. You have, you have two, this is the sugar level. Over a week's time, this is how much sugar. Over a month's time, this is how much sugar. People have done that. We don't do that with ketchup. We just think it's not that much. Okay, we put it on a hot dog. We put it on a hamburger. It's not that much. One serving of ketchup is nothing but sugar being pumped into you. And then when you eat sugar, it makes you want and crave more mm-hmm. sugar. So then after the hot dog, you have a Reese's. Like, again, I'm not saying maybe there's aliens. I don't know. But I'm like more stuck on the stuff that blows my mind that we allow or that is allowed now. I'm like, I yeah, I love an Oreo. But what the heck? Why do we allow those to be made? There's nothing good that comes from it. Nothing. Mo- money for the company. Yes. Yes. But well, that's, and that's the, the whole thing. Like, Food and Drug Administration. I mean, talk about conspiracy theories. I mean. Yeah. Well, That's a joke. Even, it's not even a, a cons- it's not a conspiracy. Like it's real. Yeah, that's just a whole It's a real joke. It's ridiculous. And, and it is ridiculous. And if you don't have the the time or the money or, you know, because it's I, it, people make it seem so easy. Like just make better choices. Like I was listening to a podcast yesterday and the guy was like a 
uh, advocate for vegan raw eating and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. If A, you have the time to learn about it, you have the wherewithal to like understand what he's even saying, you have the money to buy a whole bunch of organic produce, and then you have the time to cook it and learn how to do all this stuff. Like some people do, that's great, but most people don't. No, not at all. And it should not be that hard. It just really shouldn't be that difficult. I agree. I agree. So I, anyways, we went down a rabbit hole, but I think that's, George and I are just so different. Not that he doesn't, he agrees. Like that's ridiculous, that amount of sugar, but he's more stuck in the, the things that people don't talk about. But I'm like, George, there are real life things that people don't talk about. And one of them is the crap that's in our food. And even in our prescriptions, I have been on more prescription medicine and um, over the counter medicine in the last two weeks than ever in my life. And then reading the side effects, I'm like, how are we even allowed to take these things? If this can happen, I just do not get it. So it's just a lot. Yeah, I agree. That wraps up another episode of Sarcastic in Suburbia. We love hearing about how much you all are enjoying each episode. Because of that, we highly encourage you to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. The more reviews, the more likely other sarcastic listeners like yourselves will be able to find us. Are you following us online yet? You can find us on Instagram at Sarcastic in Suburbia Pod and on Facebook at Sarcastic in Suburbia Podcast. Use the hashtag share the sarcasm when posting about the podcast so other listeners can find your posts. Is there a specific topic you want us to cover? We want to hear from you. Contact us on our social media pages or feel free to send us an email at sarcasticinsuburbia at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and continuing to hashtag share the sarcasm with friends. Remember that on Wednesdays we wear pink and listen to Sarcastic and Suburbia. Bye. See ya.